Alan, welcome to uh, Brother to Brother. Um, we may have a couple folks that hop on uh, with us uh, as we uh, go, but, um, but we're excited um, to, to start this series. We had the first uh, pilot episode um, at three uh, this afternoon and uh, went really well. This is the second one that we just want to again try and pilot and give us an opportunity to tweak it a little bit, but um, we're excited because um, ben and I, you know, we were talking about how we needed, needed to create a space for um, men um, at ESU to be able to kind of talk about what's going on candidly, you know, just as, as brothers, you know, be able to kind of share our thoughts, you know, process some things and, and just stay connected, you know, during a time when, you know, we're just trying to figure out what's happening not only on our campus, but in our nation. So, um, so myself, Curtis Dugar, uh, I'm the director for residential and dining services on campus. Um, and I oversee, um, co-advise the, um, the Men of Color Alliance. And uh, Ben, I'll let him introduce himself real quick. Uh, my name is uh, Benjamin Figueroa. I am the Latin American Association President. Um, and I'm also the intern from Men of Color Alliance here at ESU, East Central University. Um, Alan, uh, it's ATN. Sorry, I, 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 it looked like two L's. ATN. Um, what um, <laughs> what, uh, what what year are you, bro? Uh, I'm I'm a junior. I'm going into senior year next year. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, what's up? You excited for that senior year? Uh, um, like it's definitely an excitement, but it's just like. It's also just just a sense of like I just can't believe that it's gone yeah. that fast because one thing I have done I have enjoyed my whole time there and like they said time goes by when you're having fun yeah. so it's just it's just really just coming to me that I just got one more year left yeah yeah yeah, wow. yeah man um, well like I said we're glad you're with us man and. What we decided to do, so when, when Ben and I came up with this concept, what we wanted to do was, um, you know, take some of the things that we loved when it came to just having conversations and merge them together. So uh, so brother to brother, you know, what we decided to still, honestly, is, you know, I, I'm, I love sports talk, you know, sh uh, TV shows. So I love partner interruptions and around the horn and all that kind of stuff. Sports reporters from back in the day off of ESPN. And we decided to take some of those concepts and just pull different topics, pull them together and just allow for us to kind of rapid rapid fire as a team, as a group, um, give our thoughts on those things. So um, so what we're hoping is and expecting is, you know, folks who, you know, attend, they, they participate in the conversation and there's just different things, you know, that's trending that, you know, we want to know how people are thinking about. It. So uh, some of them relate back to issues, some things relate just to us living, you know, uh, in, in today's society, all those type of things. So. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's the goal of brother to brother. You know, if there's things that come out of the conversations that we need to hold on to and maybe do some work on, that's what we do. So, uh, we're just creating that connection, so. Gotcha. So with that, let's, let's roll into our, our first one. So, um, <clears throat> so our first topic we, we had was, uh, you know, we got to talk about this uh, coronavirus. So we, we titled this one, uh, Rona, Rona Madness. So, um, you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, Clearly, you know, um, we're, we're impacted by, you know, uh, this coronavirus, you know, and uh, as of right now, there's 93,000 um, uh, deaths around the world related to this madness. 
um, 16,000 just here in the U.S. And then, um, you know, just today, over 20,000 new cases around the world and, and wow. uh, 1.5 million. So, you know, um, we, you know, you know, what we usually do in this, in, in our session is, you know, I would, I would say, hey, Ben, what do you think about this? But what I'm really wanting is for everyone to really kind of give their thoughts on it. You know, like, um, what do you all think in regards to the impact of Rona, man? Like, how is this going to change our, our, our way of life? Um, well, I mean, whenever you go through a crisis like this, especially this large, it's always, even like, even when it's ha happening, you, you still have in the back, back, back of your mind, okay, how can we ever recover from this? But also like, even if we do recover from this, are we just going to be like looking over our shoulder like for ever? Because I mean, even though nobody saw this much of an impact com coming, like we knew that it was definitely going to hit, but we, we didn't know if it was going to hit th this big. Yeah. It's just like the main thing that's always in the back of my, my mind is like, okay, well, once once this epidemic does and it's like, well, how are we able to just like transition to everything just going back to, to normal, especially with something like this deadly? Because the thing that shocks me the most is because, you know, obviously they have signs and symptoms to say if you have, have it or not. But especially for like kids and young adults our age, you can have the virus and still not even display any of the symptoms. So you really don't know if you know it or not, unless you actually go get tested. So like, it's definitely gonna impact the world a lot. I'm just curious to see like, even with this thing coming to an end, is there a chance that this could still like ha happen again down the line because you never know. Right, that's right, that's right. No, the, the thing that I find crazy is that it's so close to home. Like we would never expected that to be this close. We're so used to seeing things being in other countries and it's far distance that it isn't so close that if you walk outside, you could catch it. Now, mm -hmm. like that's, that's when it's like, people are so confused with social distance, distance, distancing because when the um let's say when Ebola was out it we weren't like that we was like we knew it was a big thing but it we weren't we weren't treated this way now out of nowhere it's just like we're walking on the streets and now we're just like well you can't leave the house so it's just like I just think it to me it's just like the way we're gonna recover from being stuck in the house to just being outside yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you know, keeping with that, you know, that, that trend, you know, now we have to talk about the impact of, you know, this, 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 this virus. So, you know, um, this has changed how we function, you know, like clearly we're, you know, we're learning remote, we're functioning remote, you know, we're now at the point where we're having to, if we do go out, you know, we're, we're, we're masking up so that way we can kind of protect ourselves from the virus, you know, um, our way of life has totally shifted, you know, um, so, you know, I guess my question is, uh, you know, to you all, you know, how have you all um, been able to work through these lifestyle changes? You know, how are you all keeping healthy? You know, how, how are you maintaining a sense of health and wellness? 
you know, clearly we can't get to the gym and, and, and get our couple miles in and, and get some weight up. You know, we gotta, you know, kind of resort back to our home, our, our, our home calisthenics and, and push-ups and stuff like that. You know, our lifestyle has changed. Um, how are you all making that adjustment? Have you all made the adjustment? <laughs> 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 uh, I wouldn't say it's been much of an adjustment for me just mm-hmm. because like I'm treating well even though it's not the summertime I'm treating it like I would do the summertime anyway because usually how my schedule works in the summertime is I get up at like 7 and I go, go to work and I stay there until 5 and usually after work, I would go straight to the gym. But now, one thing that's keeping me busy because of school being online, I'm able to come straight home and do all my school work that'll keep me occupied for like a couple of hours. And then that leads me to do like push-ups and sit-ups around yeah. the house anyway. Because, yeah. because I mean, one thing about this is like, like, the curfew stuff that they they put in, they were really taken serious. So once you get in the house later on in the day, you basically got to stay, stay there. So, right. so, so I mean, like, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't exactly say it was hard for me to make the, tra- to make the big transition because with all the steps that they've put in place, you really don't have m- much of a choice but to adjust right. to it, so. You just got to get, get with it as the shit goes along. That's right. That's true. But to me, I'm going crazy. I can't be inside four walls. I, it's <laughs> like, I have to see some kind of air, some kind of sun. Like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Outside, it looks so much greener. But I, I can't. No, I agree <laughs> with Ben. I'm a social butterfly. I need to, like, you know, see people and talk to people. And without that type of activity, it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I live, um, you know, clearly everybody's at home. So, you know, it's crazy when you look out your window, you see everybody at home. Everybody's car is in the driveway. Um, you know, everybody's not, you know, people going for jobs and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's already a shift in mindset because somebody at work, right? Somebody's yeah. doing something. No, everybody's at home. So already, you know, my mindset is like, man, like this is serious. Like everybody's at the crib right now. Um, but you know, um, you know, I have had to make some adjustments. You know, I've had to, you know, think about, you know, even though I'm at home, I do need to, you know, step outside for a second, get some air, whatever it is. You know, I gotta walk my dog, things like that. But um, but when I am in, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm in now. I'm in. You know, and I gotta kind of commit myself to. You know, just uh, trying to maintain, you know, what what's being asked of me because you know it's 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 a uh, it's a crazy time right now where there aren't any answers, the definitive answers to what you know what what we can and can't do. So yeah, man, I, it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. So um, so actually, maybe just skip to the next one. Um, so yeah, so um, Mr. Curtis, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I am uh, starting a work shift now, but I just wanted to say hello to the new faces in here. I don't know if Absolutely. there was anybody here. Fluffy, Shayna. Hello. Anya, Shania Lewis, Jordan. Shania. 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 Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Hopefully Absolutely. we can chat some more in the future chats. Just wanted to say hello, though. 
and then ban, but you know, he doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a good chat. Take care. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for joining us uh, again. You know, we want you to participate. So we got some rapid fire kind of topics that we're going to be introducing, giving our thoughts. We definitely want your thoughts. All right. Yeah. So, um, so we're, we're on this topic of you know the coronavirus and the impact of you know corona. So um, one of the an, another product of you know this, this this pandemic is you know the the rise of unemployment. So as you all know uh, or, or may know that we just hit the 6.6 million um, Americans that have filed for unemployment. So you know this this pandemic is impacting our economy significantly. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, us being able to bounce back from this pandemic in a way where, you know, we can get those unemployment numbers back down? Wait, you know, I want to say something real quick. Um, if this is like a shout out to like the ESU alumni, because uh, recently they have been uh, helping a lot of like college students pay off their rent. You know, just like, I, I know yeah. a lot of landlords are very strict with that. So it's just like, just a big thanks to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been doing some fundraising for um, hardship. They've been doing some fundraising for um, food insecurity. Um, they've been doing a lot. Uh, ESU alumni, they, they, they roll hard for their, for their students, so. Yeah. yeah. I respect that. But, um, no, I think it's like, it's crazy how you see, first, I would have never thought of going, even going down the street, the impact that the businesses are closed could give you. Because right now, it's like, I'm so used to seeing, like, Main Street so active, everything's so open, people walking. Now, even passing by, it's just like, it feels like a whole ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I live in a small town here in South Jersey, so we don't have much, but we have, like, a few stores here that always stay busy, and, but... It's just it's just so real to me because I see a bunch of stores that even though I wouldn't go in there like but just having like the opportunity to even go in there and browse around yeah. that's no longer there yeah and it's just it's just like I mean basically what he said is really become a ghost town I don't see people walking no more I don't see people jogging anymore the yeah. only thing I constantly see is somebody in their car with a mask and gloves on yeah that's yeah. all I yeah. ever see yeah yeah absolutely absolutely imagine this is our new normal it is becoming our new normal yeah, yeah. all I can see on the floor is just gloves yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely this is for me because when I go outside I see teenagers running around without masks or gloves on. Because yeah. I'm in Philly, so it's like, yeah. they think that, oh, I'm not going to catch it. I'm like, yeah, you're going to catch it. Like, you're out here. You're not protecting yourself. You're touching everything from every day. You're on the subway, and it's just crazy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought they said stay inside. Don't they go out if you don't have a mask on. Like, they just go out and have fun. Like, it's not the pandemic happening right now. Yeah. yeah. It's like Philly's yeah. still awake no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see New York right now. It's dead. See, but Philly's not going to be like that. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
Well, I mean, and they have, you know, you talk about like the, the you know, we were talking about the curfew, you know, earlier today and, um, you know, it's, just, it's having an impact. But I mean, folks are still out and about, you know, um, I have a couple of New York friends who, you know, they'll go for a quick walk and they'll, they, you know, they, they say at times there's just a ton of people out there, you know, just kind of out doing their thing, you know, that's, hey, so moving on. So, um. Have you all heard about the? I was thinking about some uh, some 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 hot topics, some hot takes. So um, one of the things that came up in our conversation was, you know, did you all hear about um, the Navy captain that was fired? Um, the story where um, this is, you know, coronavirus related. Um, the Navy captain <clears throat> was trying to make uh, leadership aware that the virus had began to spread on his naval ship. And his midshipmen began to, you know, get infected. Um, and he was trying to um, make folks aware that we needed to do something to, you know, take care of the the, the, the midshipmen. And um, <clears throat> it took him writing a letter for it to get the the appropriate attention. Well, that letter went, you know, viral, went went went, went public, and he was later fired for that letter being shared. Um, what are your thoughts on? this captain doing that and being fired for what he did. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this actually happened. That's crazy, right? It, like, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, it actually happened. I'm so used to le- listening to conspiracy theories about it or like reason, reasons why a captain will get fired. But I don't know where you hear that and you're just like, so you got fired for protecting us, like especially the fire. Huh? For telling the truth. Yeah, for telling the truth. It's just like people scare the truth, and especially when it comes to like noticing that it's right there in front of them. It's just like no, we can't let this out. But at the same time, you're letting it out. We were talking earlier, and um, <clears throat> you know they showed video of the captain being relieved and he's walking off the ship, right? And as he's walking off the ship, the midshipman was literally uh, cheering him, you know, cheering their captain as he walked off the ship. They were cheering so loud as he got off of the, 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 um, the walkway, he had to turn around and he saluted his men and they went nuts, right? Like they, they, they had, the most love for his captain because he, he was he was protecting them. And then come to find out he was protecting them so much that he actually tested positive when he went to the hospital. Right. So, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, um, we get it. You know, folks are, um, you know, they, when they sign the contract, they represent um, they represent the U.S. They fight for the U.S. You know, um, many would say, you know, they are property even though I don't like that, but they are definitely contracted, you know, to the U.S. But um, I think there's there's something to say when we're not taking care of these men and women who are, you know, protecting the country in the most civil way, you know, like thinking about their health and wellness, knowing that their job is to protect and serve the country. So we thought that that was kind of an interesting one to throw out there as well. And uh, definitely want to talk about something. So you got it, Ben? <clears throat> All right. So I want to let's be honest. How do y'all feel about switching to online? Fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. 
<laughs> and it's just like when you think about it it's not just education being transferred online it's just like now everything is being do, do online like the and like the um we're, we're about to talk about the nfl and what they're about to do and it's just like every interaction is do online so it's like how do y'all feel like to me i was literally thinking about this earlier it felt like we're switching to a wally world like have you asked me wally yeah, it's like it was switching to that, and it's just like it's kind of scary because sometimes. Not like, even. Have you been noticing on Netflix they change up a whole like category of um, shows to watch, like containment, the virus, and this and that. Yeah, All things start going up to number one. The number one thing trending right now is the apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> so, how so ironic, or how if you want to put it in term conspiracy theory, that is. Because right now everything is switching up since the Rona is coming up. <laughs> right, but it's like to me, I'm not all right. To me, this looks like it's a. Uh, have you seen Resident Evil? Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like that. That's how it started. That's how. It, it, like, yeah. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> so this um section is where we're gonna talk about what's trending and how we could related to our interest in life we're starting with off so we we found out that uh you know um as we started this uh this our first segment at three o'clock we was excited like yo finally Colin Kaepernick got signed yeah and then of course he wasn't right so um so my question to y'all is will will you know one my fraternity brother, but at the same time, this, this <laughs> will 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 he ever get signed? And 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 what's the deal with this? Like what what's what's holding up this happening? Um, me personally, I don't think he'll ever get signed again, just because, like, that's just always something I've just always thought. Like, I mean, have you ever seen like like? How can I put this? Have you ever, have you guys ever seen like the little mazes that they have for like the rats and everything like, like yeah. that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've just always said that society isn't like that. I mean, they will let you go as far as you want, but as soon as you start making too many of the right moves or asking too many of the the right questions, they right. block an exit and then try right. to lead you down the path that they think is right for you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I, honestly, he was just—I mean, he's definitely not the first person to like to like take a stand for something that, that he, he believes in. But mm-hmm. I mean, but like, it was the first time that the NFL personally has ever gone through anything like this, and yeah. just seeing the attention that that it got for it. Because when that happened, it went from Kaepernick doing it to I saw kids in high school doing it like the whole world just got attached to that and whenever and like it's just like I honestly don't feel that the NFL will ever allow him back because if they allow him back it's almost like them admitting that they don't have as much power as they thought they had. well put well put absolutely absolutely that's like a whole different turn <laughs> you know, I I I I think that um, you know w- w- when I saw this, I was just like, you know, this is this is interesting because um, it, it it's it's proof 
that I think people want to see this happen, but not the right people want to see it happen. And when I say right people, I mean people with power, you know, people with, with that privilege, you know, people who want to control the narrative of not just the, you know, what happens in the NFL, but the people in the NFL. You know, one of the things that I think, um, super quick tangent, you know, like I'm not a big fan of the current CBA that was just, you know, signed by NFL players. You know, like I, I really think that, you know, it's another testament to the power and the privilege of, you know, of the shield. And, you know, it, for, for a few dollars, you know, like this, this, this deal was signed, but there's so many other structural, cultural issues that, that this particular deal totally just, you know, chips on, you know, to, to be frank. So, you know, it's, it's just another situation where I think, you know, we're missing the, the point that I think, you know, individuals like Colin Kaepernick, like, you know, hell, the Jim Browns and all these other folks who have wanted to make sure that the disparity is being, you know, brought to the forefront that the NFL continually miss. So, yeah. You know, speaking of that, you know, we, uh, the NFL draft, so uh, the, 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 the Shield announced that uh, the NFL draft is going to be totally online this year. <clears throat> what are you all thoughts? What do you all think the people uh, are going to think about it? How are folks going to respond to, you know, not having a draft live where players will go up and meet the commissioner and, and get their hat and be able to celebrate with their family? Where are they going to be pissed? Because that's like the whole point of seeing it or experiencing it live is the adrenaline and the happiness is like shaking the hand of like being accepted in something. Yeah. So yeah missing yeah, that yeah. part now and having it online is going to be like, what's the whole point? Yeah. Like graduation. <laughs> you made it all this way not to be able to walk what you've been waiting for for four years. So it's yeah. like, like you work so hard and you're going to do it behind the screen. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not the same. You don't get the same attention. You don't get the same uh, like satisfaction. You're just like, now it's just like, you're just like looking at the mirror, like, hi. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, I, it pisses me off. Everybody should just be like in booths, six feet apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> in Vegas, in booths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy. You know, like, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, <laughs> part of part of, you know, the, 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 the draft, whether it's NBA, NFL, hell, NHL, it's, 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 it's the pageantry, you know, like it's, the, yeah. you know, that can you imagine this year, the number one pick, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's probably going to be in Athens with his family. Can you imagine that the number one pick quarterback going to the Bengals in Athens, Ohio, chill, like, Hey, I'm excited. He, yeah. You know, I'm sure they're gonna send him a hat or whatever. But you know, there's no one on that stage shaking the commissioner's hand. This is this is gonna be very interesting. I think it's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, um, it's gonna say a lot in regards to you know where sport is going to. And hopefully, yeah. you know, if it's able to start up in August, you know, the impact that it's gonna, you know, it's gonna have. You know, so it, it's. it's I, I see. I see the NFL really trying to hold on to something, but it's going to be tough to hold on to, you know, the significance of the draft and seeing these top 15, 20, 25 players, you know, have that opportunity to walk across the stage. You know, we've already lost 
you know, the NCAA tournament, you know, yeah. baseball, not a draft is online. Like, you know, it's this, you know, America is taking a sports hit right now. And I think that's, you know, this, this is another hit that we're trying to kind of balance. So, yeah. You want to take this one, Ben? So this is actually, we actually found out, we actually found this out recently that the um, ex-NFL um, running back, Chris Johnson was accused of murder for hire from uh, something related in 2015. It was a gang hit. So the crazy thing about this is that um, it was a, one of his friends that got killed. But they're saying that he hired a gang member to kill one of his friends. And he right now, the latest is, latest on this is that he denied everything that's happening. What do y'all think about that? Well, me personally, like, this is the first time I've even heard something about that. I mean, like, I haven't heard none of that. So this is just me saying it off the top, top of my head. Well, I mean, like, I would expect him to deny everything. I mean, like, if you got any brains, you deny that shit forever. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I just, I just looked him up, and this guy tweeted false news with, like, five exclamation points. <laughs> I'm hoping they did April Fool's joke or something like that. I don't know. But that April Fool's pass. But my <laughs> thing is, like, would it change your mind that TMZ uh, was the one that released it? I mean, like, with TMZ, you can kind of go both ways. It's like, I mean, <laughs> no matter what, like, it could be real news or fake news. Like, the one thing about not just America, but like the world is like, no matter what the story is, no matter how much we wish it wasn't like that, even if it's a lie, it's still gonna make, it's still gonna make yeah. headlines because nobody will ever give a fuck about the truth if the lie is more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I was amazed when 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 I read this. I was just like, wow. But at the same time, you know, <clears throat> I had to take a step back and think, okay, you know, <clears throat> we keep forgetting that, you know, these athletes, these world-class athletes are people and, and they navigate a lot of the same things that we navigate. And many times, you know, they're 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 starting to navigate these things already with influence that they're coming from, you know, or, you know, um, experiences that are trailing them, you know, so, um, you know, I, I, I don't know Chris Johnson, you know, we don't know Chris Johnson, um, but at the same time, you know, what we're hearing, you know, like you said, it, it, you know, he should be denying it because it's a, it's a serious allegation, right? Like, I mean, murder, you, you know, like that's, that's no joke, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're learning that a lot, you know, there, there are athletes, there are high profile people out there with, with pasts and experiences. And unfortunately, here's another case of someone linked or being, you know, allegedly accused of something that, you know, is very troubling, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, Chris Johnson was a hell of a bat, you know? And, um, you know, we know him for what he accomplished on the field, but, you know, off the field, you know, it's an open book that we just don't yeah. have a okay, you know? So I hope it's not true. But at the same time, I mean, it's a, it's a compelling story, unfortunately. So, hope it's not true. But how much I want to bet this is going to be a whole Netflix series again. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. 
whole new Netflix So, um, being from Chicago, I'm super stoked about the fact that um, that uh, my the, the the documentary series um, on the, uh, the the last championship run by the Chicago Bulls uh, mm-hmm. in 1998 is going to be pushed up from its June date to now April 19th. Uh, how y'all feeling about this, and will you all be watching? I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I am not. I mean, like, I am not a Chicago Bulls fan, but but it's like, you don't have to like the Bulls to respect them, especially back in that era. I mean, they like had three, like they had two three peats. But I mean, I think the main thing I'm excited for is just because it's supposed to be like a behind the scenes documentary, like. Yeah. I actually get to see, like, not only what it's like behind the cameras of an NBA season, but just, like, how hard it is to get, like, a championship. Because us as fans, we only just see the games. Like, we don't see the practices, the weight trainings, the film sessions. So, like, we like we may think that we know, but we honestly don't know just – exactly how hard and how much time and effort like these athletes actually put into their craft. So I'm honestly just excited to see like what it actually takes to like be a champion. Absolutely. I just, I just think it's like, one, it's interesting, but two, just like that's another whole another way Netflix is making money. More subscriptions, <laughs> more, more views, more everything. So, I mean, well, I think it's on ESPN. For real? Oh, that, that, that's yeah. Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm stoked because, you know, I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm from Chicago, so, like, I, yeah. I, I'm a diehard Bulls fan. and um, But what's compelling is, like you said, the stories, like the behind the scenes, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows that, you know, Mike is a diehard competitor. Um, yeah. And how he pushed everybody, you know, how he pushed Pip, how he pushed Steve Kerr, you know, how Rodman, you know, was just a hot ass mess, but they got him to fall in line, you know, like that's that's a compelling story. Like I, I'm 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 excited about it because yeah, we saw the you know the celebration of them being one of the best teams ever. Clearly, having you know, in my opinion, the best player ever. But yeah. you know what it what what it took to get them to jail, right? Like. Yeah, that, that's 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 exciting, and just knowing that you know we're in a time where you know we're we're trying to take advantage of everything on television because we we, we literally have television to kind of keep us sane. Um, oh. I think that'll be a good addition to you know uh, some something quality to watch you know at this time. So yeah, knowing that ESPN ain't got nothing on outside of that, you know. <laughs> no. like, like, like sports, sports talk is hurting. They're hurting. <laughs> They're playing replays of classic, classic, you know, events and stuff because there's nothing happening in sport right now. So, do you yeah. think they'll, they'll switch over to es um esports? <laughs> they have been right. I, I think they have been because this is like since there's no games, the only games you can actually play are in esports, and this is like that is a, that's a competition itself. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I haven't, like, really read in, into it, but, I mean, like, I've seen, like, 
because of like I, I follow like the NBA and the yeah. NFL on on IG and everything and like they're having like these little esports competitions <laughs> where like probably like a member from each team is like playing against each other pretty much every week so like they are like transitioning to that yeah yeah and I know they had um they started like a year or two ago they started the, the 2k league right like yeah yeah that so I, I think they're there they just did a draft for that so I think that's getting rolling and, um they're showing all of the Madden you know yeah um, the Madden series stuff like that so yeah you know I think the video game piece they're trying to lean on as much as they can um but uh, yeah, it's 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 a struggle. So so I think this Jordan, this the Bulls thing is gonna be huge. So yeah, for sure. Oh, no. This is all you because I ain't watched this joint yet. <laughs> I want to know, Fluffy. You have something to say? Say it. Do you think the freaking girl killed the husband? <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what all I've been hearing. My my dad watched it, and I watched a little bit, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" It's like, "Oh, it's a new Netflix series." Because my brother says, "I don't know." It's like, "Oh, I watched it." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Then all of a sudden, my sister started watching it, so I'm like, "All right, let me give it like a little thought," and I'm gonna start watching it soon because I haven't watched it all, but I'm just hearing little clips of it. Bro, I haven't watched that ever, but I'm telling you, she did it. I don't care. I really don't care. She did it. <laughs> I think she did it. It's like she literally confessed on how you hide a body after you try, like once you're trying to make it disappear. Right, uh, then she, she by like um some sauce or something like that, and give it to the tigers. <laughs> I think it was some tuna sauce or something put on the feet, and or and or snail sauce, something like that, and the feet and the tiger will eat everything everything up. Well, there was a video on Instagram, and it was just her talking. She was like, she was just talking to the camera. She was like, "Hi, I'm Carol, whatever." And then there's a clip from this guy in New York, and he's like, "Pauline, help, Pauline!" <laughs> he played that in the background of her talking, like when she was talking with the tiger. I was crying. <laughs> Yo, it's so like, there's so many memes on it. It's like, why the reason we have the coronavirus is because of um, Carol Baskin. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, but I just think she did it. They opened up a case on her, actually. They reopened yeah, they reopened it, I think. There was a case. No, there was a case, and they reopened it because they didn't have enough evidence. Now they have enough evidence because of the documentary. <laughs> yeah. Due to the documentary, that's why they opened it again. So it's just like, <laughs> you snitch your own self out. Is that, hold on, is that legal? No, that's legal. It depends on the time yeah. frame as well, because it could be like what up to six years or so. It was in nineteen ninety something that she killed him. Oh, so or that he disappeared <laughs> and made her write the will. Is this, this is wild. This is wild. I, I yeah. Once you start watching it, you're literally gonna be like, what? <laughs> how? I'm good. And then when you think it's over, it's not over. I mean, I personally haven't watched it yet either, but everybody at my job is talk, talking about it, so I kind of think, like, I have to get get on, on it now because I literally can't escape it for a day. Like, every time I <laughs> walk into the office, somebody's talking about it, so. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know all my Twitter feed is just like, Carol Baskin was the one that did it. 
he was the one that did it. And it's just like, the thing is, she's all the way from Florida, messing with someone in Oklahoma. I just looked it up because I'm too curious for my own good. Apparently, <laughs> like, this guy filed like a protection order two months before he died or disappeared or whatever because <laughs> of fear. Like, yeah, so he did it. Like, I don't even need any more. Oh, yeah, he, he filed a restraining order and they, they, um, they denied it. That same night, he got he disappeared. So. That's it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but no. So this part is when we just want to know how are you feeling, your thoughts, your your energy. Where are you at right now? Like, how did this this um session make you feel? How is like everything making you feel right now? Like, Curtis, how have you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the goal of this is you know in sixty seconds, like how do we, you know, how, yeah. as we get ready to wrap up, you know, how do we. You know, just make sure we stay connected and share some of our, you know, our feelings and thoughts and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I'm hopeful, you know, and I think that, you know, in doing this show, you know, um, you know, being connected to students is clearly, you know, my goal, you know, um, but also, you know, being able to just kind of talk and share thoughts and ideas and stuff, you know, it keeps my mind moving in the right direction. And it's really cool to hear, you know, where you know, everybody else is as well. So uh, I'm hopeful. Um, you know, I think this is um, this is a, an unfortunate but um, necessary opportunity for us to think about how we can be getting better, you know, and preparing ourselves for what's next for us, even though it's in a restrained kind of environment. So, uh, so I'm excited and I'm thankful that folks, you know, tuned in and wanted to, you know, be a part of you know us connecting as a as a group. Yeah, definitely. I like. At this time, I'm. I feel like I've been more close to myself than I've been since I'm like always working. Now I'm just like I'm actually relaxing and relax, relaxing and trying to figure out what I actually like and what I actually don't like. Uh, yeah. I need. I don't need that. I don't need to relax or anything. I want to go outside and talk and have fun. <laughs> Being inside sucks. Well, it's nice to have two um two parts of the scale: being able to relax at your own time and then being a- being able to like express who you are. Yeah, yeah. Self self care, self care. You have to treat yourself before you're able to treat others. Go, Shannon. I just want to run. That's all I want to do. I just want to go for a run. <laughs> I just want to go to the track and run around it a couple of times. But I'm too scared because everybody is too close at the track. People are coughing. <laughs> I can't stay in the house. I'm over it. Mm-mm. I miss campus. Like, I've never said I miss ESU before until this week. I was like, for reason, I miss all my professors. I miss being in Hawthorne. I, I just miss everything. Uh, I'm using that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> I love it. Kurt, you dad called it too. Just so you, man. This is the first time in my 16 months of being at ESU where I've heard students say, I miss ESU. Like, hey, yes. It's usually everybody putting on their front. Nope. This is is clear. People like want to be back ASAP. So, and that's a good thing. That means that we're doing a good thing at ESU. 
Um, yeah, let me stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I personally think it's like when people are here, they're expecting too much. So like yeah. they expect too much for what they for what they're getting. So it's just like sometimes stop expecting to live in it. So yeah, that's what I I miss being at ESU. <laughs> but it's not it's not even really just that. It's just a simple fact of the matter that like you don't miss something until you don't got it no more. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. true. Okay. Uh, Me personally, I'm pissed the fuck off. Like, okay. look. I was in fucking Miami on spring break when this shit <laughs> was so down. True. And I had to come home two fucking days early while I'm out living my best life in the perfect weather every fucking day. And I can't even do this shit to help me relieve stress. Like, after I come home from work, I can't go to the gym and just take all right. my frustration out on the weights and everything. Right. Like, I mean, like, it sucks. Like, I can't even walk outside to my yeah. fucking mailbox without having to wear a mask, which people say is not a big deal, but it's like, come on. Nobody wants to wear a mask every second of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when it's hard to breathe in that shit. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I kind of, yeah. I got a little hustle. I'm starting to make masks, so I'm making money off of this corona. It's not gonna stop me. No, 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 no. Real, real, real talk. I mean, she got that. No, real talk. I mean, like, I actually like did do something like to raise money off of this thing because. One thing my job did is like, my job, they have like a night uh, shift too, and that'll go until probably like midnight. And so, and so like my job, they gave everybody like, basically like a fucking permission slip saying that if they're out past curfew and the cops stop them, all they have to do is just show them that letter and they'll let them go. So me, I took mine, I made copies of it, and I sold them shits for like $10 a pop, so. (laughs) That's why we still have people on the streets. Hey, oh my. (laughs) That's why we still have people on the streets. Hey, hey, it is what it is. Hustle man. I'm it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, what? It is it's an adjustment. I mean, yeah. I feel for about spring break, bro. I mean, down in Miami too. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a whole um, the whole switch up though. Talk about switch up. But I, I mean some gold for the third week. I was sad. Where, where were you? I was supposed to go for the third week of yeah. that spring break week. And then I was like, oh, no, we can't get on an airplane. And everybody like, are we going to get our money back? I'm like, I don't know. I still want to go. Like, I'm on, I was like one of those. I was like, the coronavirus is not going to stop me. And then I was like, wait, oh, I can't be out there partying like that no more. You right. Know, it's time to, time to stay home. Yeah. That's wise. Wise. Yeah. I mean, just our regular day-to-day has changed, you know, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, um, I had, I had a mask, um, you know, because we still have to go into the residence halls and do certain things. And so I had a mask. I just had it for a day and my neighbor, um, works for the post office 
and um, I was driving home and I had it around my, my neck or whatever. And he saw me, he goes, hey, Kurt, you know, do you happen to have any additional masks? The post office isn't providing employees with masks. Wow. I'm like, how are they not? I mean, they're essential workers. How are they not yeah. getting um, Their union said that um, they're not um, mandated to provide any masks for, you know, their safety or whatever. So, um, so he let me know that. And I was like, man, this is my only mask. But, you know, I'm not going into the residence halls every day. So if you want my mask, you're more than welcome to have it, you know? So I, I ended up giving him my mask. It's a, it was a N95, so it was, it was yeah. it's, it's the one that they're talking about. And uh, he, the one that they did have, he gave it to his wife. They both work at the postal services, so he didn't have a mask for a minute. So, um, wow. so it, it's serious out there. I mean, the fact that there aren't, you know, enough masks for people in general is crazy, you know? So, uh, or for medical personnel, you know, so. Um, Somebody on Twitter said that America is a third world country. I like that. That's a, that's a topic for the next show. So we we gonna we gonna write that one yeah. down. <laughs> oh, one more thing that I want to say, like speaking yeah. of the residential halls, like I think that had to be the saddest moment for me throughout this whole shit. It's just having to go back up to ESU and just yeah. get all my stuff. Like, this shit wow. didn't even seem real to me. Like, yeah. as soon as I walked in my room, it's like, I can't believe, like, I'm packing up, like, two months early. Like, it yeah. didn't even seem real. Yeah, yeah. Well, I sat uh, on my floor and cried. I don't know about you, but I sat there for, like, an hour and cried. Bro, I was just sitting looking at the room all empty. I'm like, yo, this don't even look like the same room no more. It's okay. I'm like, it's not me yet. It's not me. <laughs> One of my friends described the um the experience like the last episode of um uh, Fresh Prince. Yo, I was dead about to say that. She was like, that was the whole experience, the song and everything. You're just standing in the middle like bam. It had to end like this. Yo, I know like I see that episode, man. That's just like, uh, breaks the heart. Honestly, I was so mad. Like, I told my mom, yo, wait in the car. It's going to take me like 20 minutes. I like, I just went in my room all angry as shit. I grabbed all my clothes, didn't fold them, just threw them in the suitcase. I'm like, let's get the fuck up out of here because if I I stay on this campus one more time, I'm going to pick up a fight. All right, we got to go. Now you miss it. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> you know what? It was crazy too. Is you know, like, um, you know, I I had to talk to my RAs, the entire RA staff, and and um, you know, of course, they got questions like, you know, what's going on? You know, do I get back to my floor, help my students and stuff? And you know, it wasn't just the the the, the students who had to pack up, but it was the staff was you know totally you know bent out of shape because you know like. That's what that's what they're excited to do, you know, to, to be, you know, that connection point to to residents, the, the the coordinators, you know, they were bummed. I mean, it was just so much doubt in the air. Yeah. You know, um, it was just it was it was sad, you know, and me talking to parents, you know, talking to students, you know, just tons of questions and what ifs and you know, we don't have any answers. And, you know, yeah. and then what's worse is, you know, me talking to colleagues throughout the state and Hearing what's happening at you know at uh at, at UPenn or at Temple at all these schools and you know they're they're shutting down everything and you know 
only giving students like three days to come get their stuff. I mean, yeah. yes, you gave folks three weeks. <laughs> Some schools said, hey, this weekend, you either yeah. get it or go. You know, like. I was happy they gave us three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like. It, it, I was it, like, it, who? It was, it was really sad. You know, it was, it was really, it was tough. And, you know, the hope is that, you know, we, you know, we, we, we learned soon that, you know, we, we peaked and, you know, this curve starts to flatten. So that way we can get back to some sort of normalcy for the fall, you know, because, um, you know, for us to continue this into the fall means that, you know, a lot of stuff is going to change a lot of stuff. So, yeah. But with that being said, I actually want to end this with a quote that I just found. It's a motivational quote. It said, it's by Michelle Ruiz. If It says, if people are doubting, how far could you go? Go as far as you can and hear no one that screams at you. So don't give up. Like if you're feeling down or you don't have the motivation to, just remember what you're fighting for and what you're doing this for. And at the end of the day, you're going to do best for yourself. With that being said, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at ESU underscore Mocha. And we'll be announcing where our next session will be there. So hope to see you all there. Yes. Uh, yeah, just, you know, we, we're, we're going to be shifting to Thursdays. Um, and I think we're, I think the 7 o'clock hour works. I think we'll probably, you know, shift to the seven o'clock and just hold that one. We are doing, um, Mocha's going to be hosting an Instagram live. So uh, kind of like how we had, you know, we've seen DJs, you know, take over accounts and DJ for a couple of hours. We're going to yeah. be working with, uh, what's his name, DJ Ill Wink, is that it? DJ Illwink. He's going to take over uh, our Instagram page and we're going to, we're going to be the first to do a Instagram live for ESU. So... Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll be, you know, making sure we pub that, but um, we're trying to get as many folks on campus to to tune in and enjoy. So, quarantine radio, radio, radio. And next time, bring right. bring more people for the session. And if y'all got ideas of topics, let us know. We'll put them on in. So, yeah. But, if you want more, I might want to let the females know that they can join. Please, yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> I had to DM. I was like, can I join? I got sent it, but can I join? Yeah. And then they were like, okay, sure. I was like, all right, I'm about to join. Everyone's welcome. Let, let us know how we can help get that word out. You know, definitely, you know, everybody's welcome. Okay. okay.